Welcome back. Today I'm going to talk about a poet, William Blake, just around the corner from me, where I am now, recording this in Shoreditch, are the Bun Hill Burial Grounds. I've mentioned these before, there's about 130,000 people, they think, buried over thousands of years. And that particular, very small location, is only a couple of acre spot, right in the heart of London. And it fascinates me. I spend a lot of time now. I love to just walk those grounds and just reflect, to meditate, and also remind myself that life is short, life is precious, whatever happens, right? We end up in the same place. And within that cemetery are two very famous people, William Defoe, uh, Daniel Defoe, sorry, who wrote um, Robinson Crusoe, died a pauper and penniless, and also William Blake, famous artist and poet, poet, who I didn't know so much about. I got more interested in William Blake because he's tombstone lies there on the ground and I'll often see people visiting that tombstone it so happens my daughter is studying uh, William Blake at school he's become this very very famous poet and artist and one of the reasons he's so famous and had this resurgence in many ways and rightly so is he wrote many poems and there's a snippet from one I'm going to read now and it's this if the doors of perception were cleansed everything would appear to man as it is infinite for man has closed himself up till he sees all things through narrow chinks of his cavern. End quote. Fascinating. And this got picked up by a guy called Aldous Huxley, another great intellectual and poet and writer. And he spoke about the doors of perception. And if you want to just follow that connection through, the doors, the band, the famous 1770s band, Jim Morrison, called themselves the doors based on Huxley's description of this doors of per perception and this was very much also enthused at that time with um, alternate drug taking LSD opening people's minds to these doors of perceptions but what's really interesting about this and why it's all connected is that whilst we're talking about love and love 2.0 Barbara Fredrickson references both of these people both Huxley and William Blake and actually says what she sees through her research is incredible that you don't necessarily need to take drugs to open yourself up to these doors of perception. Actually, positivity, these small moments, these micro moments of love that we were talking about, actually, from a physical standpoint, a physiological standpoint, broaden your thinking to such a point, physically change your chest, your actual chest opens up as your heart becomes more pronounced they see these physiological changes and, and your thinking instead of it being narrowed when we're in a state of fear is broadened this is the broaden and build theory of positivity to such a point that you open those doors of perception you can see things you couldn't see before and maybe it is that Huxley and Blake that's what they were alluding to because in Blake's time there was no LSD as it were he was actually getting into this place potentially through a state of positivity, through poetry, through artistry, through opening his mind up to the world around him and able to see things that most men and women can't see because they've narrowed their thinking so much. That valve of perception is almost closed tight. Imagine you could open that up on a daily basis. And this is something I experience. As I walk around London, I play music that I enjoy. And I bring that sense of love and positivity. And you see things, you feel things, you experience things that I can't quite explain. But there is that real sense that you're opening these doors of perception. You know, you're able to see things as infinite. 
I love that experience. And I think it's something worth sharing with you that we can actually experience life in a completely different way through these moments of love, through allowing ourselves to open up, to broaden and build in our emotions. And I will share a lot more around this topic because I think it's a fascinating one. But for now, a little takeaway. If you get a chance, try and read a little bit of William Blake. You might find him very, very interesting. All right, that's enough from me today. I'll see you tomorrow. Maybe not.